does your relationship with food look like? Complicated? Impulsive? Prefer not to say? Feels like an old school Facebook status, right? Let's dive into what that sort of relationship looks like. Dr. Kashi restores balance to the force and gets your sanity back. Roll the intro! Hello, and welcome to <sighs> Coffee with Cashy. I am your host, Dr. Trevor Cashy, along with your co-host, Mom Fuel. This is a scary one. Uh, I'm interested in seeing how this goes. I have lots of stuff going on technology-wise, so bear with me. I'm, this is, this is going to turn out pretty sweet, <laughs> okay? In today's episode... You are taking a closer look. You are taking a closer look into TKN's SRO model. SRO model. Before, you learned mostly about the S part. Mostly about the S part, stimuli. And today, you're learning more about the O part, the outcomes. Uh, as a bonus, there is a miniature nerd rage, or I guess this is a this is a this is a full blown nerd rage at this point. There's a miniature there's a nerd rage when the Dr. Cashy will on expand on even more in the near future because it 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 warrants more of a discussion and is taking a critical ish look and dismantling the concept of your relationship with food. But first, here's what you're learning. Let's see if I can get this done. Ha! Okay, here's what you're learning. Where your belief system comes from and how it works. Where your belief system comes from and how it works. Here's a fun representation of the SRO model, by the way. Your belief system is responsible for creating constructive and destructive outcomes which is separate from positive and negative outcomes, by the way. You can have a constructive outcome that, you can have a negative constructive outcome, you can have a positive constructive outcome, you can have a, a like there's, there's, also, there's, there's the four combinations, that, that's for another time, okay? That reminds me, if you're interested in fixing your relationship with food, then send a direct message over so you can claim your spot on the schedule. <laughs> anyway, a bit more background for this stuff. A bit more background this stuff. The, insulting outcomes that you have at O, okay? The SRO model here, stimulus, response, and outcomes. Whoop. The stimulus and response and outcomes. An insulting response at O fosters an impulsively driven agency transfer phenomenon. And what this means for your relationship with food, okay? A stimulating event, go back to normal here. A stimulating event real or imagined occurs when an outcome real or imagined is too different from the expected or desired result the result or the result that you expect or desire stems from your current belief system transferred back to soon here okay your current belief system stems from two different prerogatives. One, to not die. To not die. And two, to be 
happy. To be happy and satisfied. Plus satisfied. In other words, to do more than not die, to live, to live. <laughs> you, thankfully, are in control of what you believe. You are in control of what you believe, okay? Therefore, your expectations and your preferences, since you are in charge of what you expect, and what you prefer to happen, then you are in charge of a majority of your frustration, misery, and chaos. This is good though. This is good though, because since you have the right to choose to believe, transition back, since you have the right to choose what you believe and how you see the world, it also means you have the right to refuse to believe and how you see the world, which is quite nifty. Once your expectation, desire, and preference to not die, and subsequently be happy and satisfied while not dying and thus living, TKN's SRO model becomes relevant. This is when the SRO model becomes relevant. It supposes you want to do more than not die. So as long as you are beyond that point, then it applies. It supposes more or less that you want to be fit, sexy, uh, healthy of body and mind. And if you think those terms are fair, then it's time to press on. When you think act, yes, one word, think act, in a miserable or negative or sabotaging or other silly goose kind of way, this is, this is stimulus response, SR, it's probably because your fat monster has been all riled up. It's been all riled up. And your fat monster gets all riled up when the feedback from O, the outcome, is too far off from the expectations to set from your belief system, your BS. This outcome feeds back into SRO challenging or reinforcing your beliefs, and thus how you judge stimuli S and perceive your outcomes at O. And in other words, when your fat monster is all riled up, you think, feel, yes, one word, it's when you are, you're obstructed from your desired outcome. When this happens, you can and often do, at sensitive times like this, re-stimulate yourself with a tantrum and a new set of think feels Thereby giving yourself permission, which is the space between, giving yourself permission, giving yourself permission to throw a tantrum. Okay? So I'll repeat it one more time. You see, when your fat monster is all riled up, you think, feel, yes, one word, here, whoops, yep, that's right. You think, feel, when you're obstructed from your desired outcome, okay? When this happens, you can and do at sensitive times like this, re-stimulate yourself with a new set of think feels, okay? Thereby giving yourself permission in the space between to throw a tantrum are resulting in a self-sabotaging outcome, okay? There are, there are, here, so here are the key players right now. Here are the key players right now. If I have everything in the right spot here? Yes. So here are the key players. Your belief system. Your BS, okay? You want to not die. You also want to more than not die. You want to be successful, achieve, happy and satisfied, including approval, status, being fit and sexy and healthy of body and mind. You have the stimulus. S, mental and perceived, mental perceived stimuli and physical, 
in reality if it applies the stimuli. And O, the outcome, which is mental and physical. You can have a perceived outcome and the something that happens in reality. Sometimes those are together and sometimes those are separate, okay? Now to clean this up and summarize a bit, when your belief system, when your belief system dictates that you should be overly frustrated and or you have a twisted sense of fairness and or you're entitled to an ideal outcome and insulted, you sabotage yourself. And it's probably because the outcome here is too far off from the expectations and desires generated from the original stimulus. The expectations and desires are too far off from the original stimulus. Okay, make sure I'm in the right spot here. Think about a time you said something or somebody made you think, feel, or do something that sucked. They looked at you funny while performing and it made you self-conscious. The pizza and ice cream and chocolate made you fat. He cut you off and made you so angry. Being reminded of how bad a shape you're in when you're exercising and it makes you hate yourself. Whenever there's an outcome, whenever there's an outcome that's too far away from the belief system, your impulsive type one brain kicks on and that fat monster goes beep, boop, beep, boop. Yo, Dr. Cashy, this, this is whack. The stress makes me so fat, and that, according to my beliefs, also means I should hate myself. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Okay. In other words, there is a so-called loss of agency. There is a loss of agency. Describe this. Everything in frame? Yes. Okay. There's a loss of agency, and this means the responsibility of an outcome is placed somewhere else. On the stimulus on the stimulus. Everybody knows that when they're calm and collected, food is just food. But when a person's distorted thoughts about food, especially in the context of an outcome that is too far out from what their belief system allows, they'll manipulate their belief system such that food becomes a sentient being capable of exerting its will on you. Do you know what that means? It means now you forced yourself, coerced yourself, and coerced yourself even into a relationship. <laughs> and maybe you wondered where the colloquialized term relationship with food came from. This is it. And in relationships, there is power shared between parties. Even if only one of the parties <laughs> is a sentient human capable of rational and constructive thought. Therefore, when an insulting outcome, when there's an insulting outcome, the agency transfer occurs. This is the right spot. When there's an insulting outcome, there's an agency transfer that occurs this way. Whoop. That's what happens. <clears throat> the agency transfer occurs. There's a replacement of responsibility, thus creating and reinforcing the distorted belief system, in this case about food, therefore coercing you into this relationship with food. And since the outcome is insulting, then the outcome must have been generated as a result of a disparity between the power and fairness within that relationship with food. In other words, the distorted belief system reinforces that food has power over you and that the outcome, therefore, is out of your hands. See, it short circuits this, where the response is gone and you're just left with stimulus and outcome. Does that make sense? 
Ergo, your relationship with food is bad when you choose to accept that food has power over you. Ergo, your relationship with food is good when you choose to accept you have power over food. Take a step back and wonder seriously, hey, this is a one-sided relationship. And you'd be right. You'd be right. One side does all the thinking. One side does all the talking. One side does all the working. One side does all the chores. And it's ridiculous. You know why? Because only one side of this relationship has a working brain capable of making decisions. In this relationship, the influence is lopsided such that the party in control decides the constructive or destructive nature of the outcomes. It controls the feelings. Controls the feelings. I'm back here. Which, therefore, when outcomes are too insulting to deal with, the relationship is now bad. And it's easy to say you have a bad relationship with food. It's impossible for food to defend itself. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> this is a fabricated relationship. And it only appears in seriousness to you when you have a violated expectation. And this fabricated relationship is cleverly designed, designed to distance you and therefore transfer responsibility for destructive outcomes. This is a common human phenomenon. If the home team wins, yeah, we won. If the home team loses, boo, they lost. Heck, people are so good at avoiding responsibility, they even blame the news if the weather causes problems for them. That is second level avoidance. <laughs> It's called the unconditional association phenomenon. It's a well-substantiated thing by empirical evidence, and it's generalized in most all aspects of human behavior, including here, to your so-called relationship with food. The problem is that when you distance yourself from an outcome that directly affects you in a negative way, then it's a maladaptive response because you simultaneously distance yourself from the power required to change the outcome. This is a pickle. Do you transfer the agency somewhere else? Woo! But still take the negative result? Boo! Or do you retain the agency? Boo! But also take the opportunity to change the outcome? Yeah! <laughs> TKN's philosophy is to think for yourself and seize the opportunity to influence the outcomes you see fit. What is your philosophy? <laughs> so here's what you've learned. Your belief system is made up of two things. A biologically innate desire to not die along with your learned and reinforced desires to be happy and satisfied, to live. Two, your belief system, BS, is responsible for your outlook, which by inferential chaining dictates the constructive or destructive nature of your outcomes. Oh. Your relationship with food stems from your beliefs about food as a sentient thing capable of exerting its will on you. <laughs> this is probably the result of an insulting outcome, oh, that is somehow tangentially related to food and by the agency transfer phenomenon, you've managed to completely pass up the response, R, in the SRO model, jumping right from stimulus to outcome. This means that something else other than you caused a negative outcome, oh. Becoming a TCAN private client restores the balance in the force, cages the fat monster, puts you back in control of your food and eating, which means you massively benefit from the amazing outcomes, oh, of the best way to eat, the way meant for you. So if you're interested in seeing if TCAN Private Client Program is right for you, then go to trevorcashynutrition.com, leave a comment, send a direct message, because Dr. Cashy gets back to all of them. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Cashy? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week. Dr. Cashy is out! <laughs>